Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is Spencer here, and we wanted to jump on and do a uh, special episode because there is a lot of information swirling around this week on the coronavirus. There's new information coming out. Some of it is verified, some of it is garbage, but it's also starting to really impact us at the, the local level, the business level, and especially in the construction space. Uh, just this week, have had several um, different either clients or uh, prospects that we've been talking to where uh, different instances of it impacting their business in different ways. So um, I'm pulling in Taylor Rennick from the Construction Cut and also Danielle Russell, who runs operations here at Builder Funnel. And we wanted to spend a few minutes talking about what we're doing, uh, what you guys can do, and then some recommendations that we have uh, on what you can do from a marketing and sales front, because we've definitely heard some things uh, that are being impacted negatively there. So uh, Danielle, maybe we can kick off with just kind of sharing what are we doing here at Builder Funnel to kind of do our part and, and uh, I don't know, take some positive steps in this time. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the pod. It's been a couple of years. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday morning, Spencer and I were just kind of talking and getting caught up on what's what's going on surrounding the coronavirus and how much of it we can directly impact because we are a digital marketing agency and we already have four full-time remote employees. So we can take that step and allow the whole team to work remote. So we went ahead and announced about midway through the day to head on home. It's not required, but we do recommend at this point based on verified information coming out of the CDC, the WHO to start practicing social distancing as they're calling it. And if you can just avoid large crowds, uh, avoid your commute. And we are fortunate enough that we can do that. So we went ahead and we, we sent the team home through the end of March to be reevaluated once more information just continues to keep coming out because it is by the hour, by the minute sometimes. So that was our first big step. And I know um, Taylor recently went remote and we have lots of tools and technology that we're able to use that we've just kind of always used as a team, but the remote team uses a lot more. So Taylor, if you want to hop in, we can discuss some of the tools and tech that we use to stay together as a team, even on days when we're not physically together. Yeah. So uh, that that's a great point. So we have three main tools that I would say we use the most. And the first one is Zoom. And Zoom is a, it's basically like a Skype uh, type program or a go to meeting or a join.me. And it's a pretty seamless interface. It allows us to see each other face to face when we're in different states. Uh, for a long time, Danielle was actually in Germany and <laughs> she was part, yeah, she was part of the team just like anybody else who was in Colorado or on the East Coast or somewhere else. So Zoom is a great tool for us. We 
we conduct probably what three or four meetings a week via zoom. And then we have our daily stand-up meeting uh, via zoom where everyone gets together. They explain what they're doing that day. And actually the daily stand-up meeting is something I would recommend. Um, if your employees are working from home, that way everyone can start the day feeling connected. They know what the others are doing, your coworkers, your colleagues, they're all involved. Um, and that's something that we do already every day, but it's actually a great tool if you're not doing something like that already to start the day and and feel connected yeah Uh, just to to jump in there t um yeah i was just thinking about that because a lot of uh guys are are just going straight to the job site a lot of times you know at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the day and so zoom actually is a great tool from the mobile app but also the desktop app and so people could still join that stand up you know we we used to do ours at 825 for the longest time um, but kind of just getting rolling in the morning, but whatever time works for your team and your schedule, you know, everyone could just hop on, kind of run through their day. Um, but anyway, just wanted to, to throw that in there. We've been using Zoom for a while and it's a, a great tool if you're yeah, in Germany or uh, right next door. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can also use Zoom for client meetings as well. Um, that's what we use to talk to our clients who are across the country who are in different time zones. You know, every once in a while, we'll we'll use cell phones if it's easier. If we catch a client of ours who's on their way to the job site, that happens quite often. Um, but Zoom's a great way to get in touch with your clients too. Um, another great tool that we use is Slack. Uh, it's basically a messaging system. It's really great. You can drop attachments in there. And that's also how we stay connected, how the remote team stays connected with the office team, how different um pods in our organization stay connected and keep themselves organized. And then we also use uh, Google Drive, uh, whether you use a system like Google Drive or Dropbox, it doesn't really matter as long as everyone knows where the important documents are and how to find them if they are not in the office. So, um, you know, there's a lot of great things we can do. I mean, we work from home full time, Danielle and I do, and we feel just as connected to the office team. So if anything, it's kind of an interesting experiment, right? For the next couple of weeks for some of these companies to see, hey, how could we take our jobs home with us? How do we stay connected? How do we stay connected to our teammates and our clients? Yeah, I think that's a really good point because we kind of uh, got into that test, quote unquote, testing phase, you know, several years ago when uh, I think, Danielle, you were our first employee where um, you know, your husband, uh, his, his job took you guys somewhere else. And so we're like, well, we'd like to keep you on board. You wanted to stay on board. And so we did it as a trial run, but you're right, Taylor. I mean, this is a good opportunity for companies that maybe if you've never done remote work before, um, or never done it more than like a day or two, or just randomly, then this is a good opportunity, especially for office folks or people in marketing, um, or sales, um, you know, that maybe aren't on the job site having to get, you know, work executed right now, um, trying to remove those people from um, potentially, you know, dangerous situations. Um, and, and again, going back to what you said, Taylor, like using Zoom um, on the sales front, I think is a huge opportunity. You know, we talked to a couple people this week where they said, yeah, we're having some of our initial consultations getting canceled. Um, and my thought is don't cancel them. Just say, Hey, let's reschedule it over video conference and do a zoom or a go to me or whatever tool. The tool doesn't really matter. Uh, we're not trying to make this a zoom pitch fest. So, so <laughs> it's just the tool we use, but I think that like making that connection face to face, having the meeting it, that project may end up getting delayed. Like a lot of stuff is going to get delayed right now, but at least you keep 
the project moving or that conversation with that prospect moving and, and I guess lessen the chance that you lose that job just because they didn't connect with you for the very first time. So I don't know, Danielle, if you have any thoughts around that, um, that concept, but just kind of keeping that ball moving forward. Absolutely. And I did want to mention one quick thing too. I believe all the tools that we just described have free versions. So even if this is just a temporary trial, like Taylor was saying, a little bit of an experiment, you don't have to commit a large sum of money towards it. You can just create those free versions and test it out, see if it works for you. I'm not positive about Slack, but there are plenty of other messaging systems that are free that you can definitely find with a quick Google search. Um, in regards to keeping your pipeline filled, absolutely. There are so many touch points and other ways to communicate with clients and showcase what you're working on, how you're keeping their project moving, and actually just continuing to move them down that pipeline if they're a prospect, if they're already a client, ways to just stay in front of them, remind them, keep them up to date. You don't have to conduct business in someone's home, for example, or have someone come to your showroom to see things. There are plenty of other powerful ways to get the exact same message across and show them what you're working on. So if you are able to remove that physical meeting and continue the process, absolutely. Now's the time to try it. Why not? So what would be a couple like tangible examples of that? You know, just thinking about different phases of, you know, whether it's marketing or sales or even somebody that's in the construction process, like how can people maybe leverage technology to keep the ball moving, even if it's not moving as fast as it normally would be? You know, I'm pretty sure every smartphone has that selfie cam right now. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure every phone you're still able to video chat. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know my phone does, no matter what messaging system I'm in. Yeah, unless and, you're still rocking the flip phone. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck if that's the case. But if you're able to just open up your phone, give someone a call, see their face, um, you can be in your office, they can be at home. I know, so this is a little crazy. We talked about me being in Germany for a while and when we were moving back to Indiana, we were looking to buy a house and our real estate agent actually had to give us open house tours on Facebook Messenger video. She would walk us through homes and we had to stay up very late because we were six hours ahead of her and around like midnight, which was 6 p.m., Eastern, she could walk us through houses, through open house tours and point things out and show us so we could stay in the process, even though we couldn't physically be there. And we bought a house and here it is. You can see me in it right now. It worked. But there are so many ways to connect with your potential buyers or existing clients and continue them through that process. And we always preach video. We always recommend showing your face. And obviously in person is probably the best way to do it. But the second best and very close is still video and making that connection, seeing each other's faces. And uh, especially if you have a plan right now, I know I've seen a lot of remodelers talking about putting together a coronavirus plan and how they can ensure that their supply chain is keeping up to date with them and what their workers can do on job sites, et cetera. 
So even just reaching out and communicating that you have a plan. And I know we have an example of one of our clients, one of our Builder Funnel clients who's doing this also, that I think Taylor knows a little bit more about that she can walk us through also. Yeah, so I've got a client out in Oregon, which is pretty close to, um, it's only a few hours away from where this whole thing really kicked off in the US, which is in the Seattle area over in Kirkland. And they created an email that I thought was really, really great. It, it addressed the it addressed the virus, but it also let the customer, their customers know, their potential customers know, hey, we don't have any plans to stop working on your active projects right now, but those who are planning on coming into the office to chat with us about their remodeling projects, um, you, you know, just letting them know if you're feeling ill or if you don't feel comfortable doing so, that's perfectly fine. We can incorporate our meetings via video chat, or we can delay them. You know, it is up to you, but we, we, you know, we think that doing this over video is actually the way to go. So it was just a really well-written email that sort of took a little bit of the, um, the fear out of, out of the process, uh, because remodeling is a very, it's a very emotional thing. you these people are in your home, their home is being remodeled. It's changing and people are just a little bit freaked out right now, uh, for lack of a better word. So I thought that the email that they had sent out to their, uh, current pipeline and the current, not only their current pipeline, but just the folks that they have in um, construction right now. I thought it was really well-written and really responsible of them. So, Yeah, I think that's super powerful. I mean, people just want to know that there is a plan, you know, even if it's not the perfect plan, they just, okay, here's what to expect. It kind of puts them at ease, you know, whether they're in the middle of a big project or thinking about a big project, you know, that's a big deal for them. It's you know, a very like personal, intimate project that's, you know, part of their home life, you know, so just communicating what steps you're taking, you know, and then being respectful of their comfort level. If they're like, Hey, is there any way we can pause this or just delay some things or, um, you know, but anything you're doing from like a, you know, washing the hands and having Purell on site or having the masks and, you know, all these steps that you can take, like just communicate, Hey, we're doing these things, you know, to ensure Right. And I think your customers are looking to you to send out communication like that. I think it means a lot more from the remodeling company that you just spent hundreds of thousands of dollars with compared to like an email that you got from, I don't know, maybe like Fandango or Grubhub or something like, you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. But order more food. <laughs> right. We're like, we're going to wipe our movie theaters down. Like, all right, Fandango, I get it. Um, so, <laughs> so it was just something to opening up those lines of communications and making sure that your, your clients, your customer base, they're aware of your plans and what you're going to do to, to circumvent this unprecedented yeah. time. Yeah. It's, I mean, nobody has the the script, you know, so it's just, Hey, what are the best steps we can take? We don't know how it's all going to unfold. So everyone just trying to do their part, you know, so it's like, okay, what can we, what can we control from our ends is the way I always think about it. It's like, what steps can we take that are positive that will help? Um, and I got this really good email this week uh, from a, a blogger I follow. I've been following him for close to a decade, but uh, he had this way of explaining it that I really liked, which was, overreaction is sometimes okay. He's like, we don't want to panic, but overreacting, meaning being overly prepared or overly cautious 
because uh, he said like, what's the downside really? The downside of that is that maybe you spend a little bit of extra money getting extra food or extra Purell or you know whatever those things are. Uh, but like the potential downside, if you don't do those things is much, much worse. And so uh, I liked the framing of that, which was basically like, hey, we don't need to panic, but let's do everything we can, you know, to take a positive step. Uh, so I don't know uh, what you guys think about that, Danielle. I know I uh, think we, you and I were talking about that email as we were trying to going through the midst of all this stuff yesterday and trying to decide, you know, what steps we were taking. Yeah, I was actually recently reading an article because I live in Indianapolis right now and there's a small outbreak here. And I was reading about the canceling of March Madness and the NCAA tournament. And <sighs> I'm sorry, Taylor, I know. <laughs> and I was actually reading an article from a local law firm that was saying if they had not canceled these events that had an outbreak occurred or anyone gotten sick and spread it or died worst case scenario that the big 10 could be held liable bankers field house could be held liable all these places that continued with conferences and events that just don't need to happen that's not a life essential it's a life enhancing event i know taylor and i was really hoping Go dogs. Yeah. And thinking of it from that perspective, that there are a lot of leaders, including business owners, um, people who are managing conferences right now, who it's up to them to make a really big decision right now. And I think, like you were saying, I mean, if you're not encouraging people to take steps to protect themselves and their loved ones and the most vulnerable members of our communities by just taking a break, you know, hey, we can watch basketball in a few weeks, hopefully. And just having that cooling period to know that we at absolute least are protecting people's lives because that's what's at stake with something like this. And it's not time to... Uh, take risks, really. So some things that we were talking about and thinking through, especially for our clients also, because like I said, it's easy for us to go remote. But what are some of those other positions in remodeling and home building companies that can go remote? And we were thinking through like an admin, um, your marketing team, if you have a marketing team, potentially your sales team, like we mentioned earlier too. And just considering, even if not everybody can be remote, maybe you can't quite accomplish what Builder Funnel is able to do, but what are some steps that you can take? And just looking through your staff and really being cautious with who you could just let them work from home for a little while, especially with all the tools that we have available to us. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of have to raise yourself above the situation and just put things in perspective, you know, hey, ideally this will be a relatively short blip on the radar in the grand scheme of, you know, a decade or 20 or 30 years or, you know, the time frame that you're really looking at. And so if we need to pause things, delay things, cancel things, you know, sometimes it feels really big in the moment. Um, and it can have a big impact, but at the end of the day, like you said, if there's, you know, life and death on the line, it seems like a no brainer in most situations. Um, you know, the decisions to make, 
So I think that's a good point. And, and two, I think just kind of segueing into maybe some general precautions, you know, I know that we've all been doing a fair amount of reading on this and trying to find, you know, good information, verified information, but, you know, Taylor, maybe you can kick us off with just a couple of general, um, you know, things that people can do either at their companies or just at an individual level that um, kind of some verified sources are, are recommending that we, we take in terms of steps. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the first thing, obviously, that's coming out, I mean, it's coming out in memes now, so you know it's made its way through the cultural zeitgeist, <laughs> but wash your hands, please. Um, 20 seconds, soap and water. We should be doing that anyway, but now more than ever, please, please, please wash your hands. Another thing, too, if you're feeling sick, don't go to work. Um, I know that I know that not everyone has the ability to work from home, and a lot of people don't have... Uh, a massive amount of sick time piled up or you know, they can't call off. You know, that is a very real uh, situation here. But if you are listening to this and you are the owner of a company or you're in a leadership position, you know, consider giving your people time to stay sick and the spread of not only the this virus, but the regular flu as well. Um, and then another thing that, and then I talked about this last week on the construction cut is if you're not sick, um, and you, or you're not caring for somebody who is sick, please don't buy masks. Please don't buy N95 masks. It's just not necessary. Um, and it doesn't actually help the spread of this virus, but the folks who work in hospitals, the folks who work in the construction industry, who are trying to, you know, stop debris from entering into their mouths and their noses. Yes. You know, I understand that if you are continuing to work those masks, absolutely. But if you're not, you know, if you, if you're at home, if you're working from home, please don't stock up on masks. It's just not necessary. I think that's, that's probably my, my biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And Danielle, do you have a few other things to add to that? Yeah. Uh, social distancing. And I know that's the huge buzzword right now, but if there's anything you can do from home, like I love my gym, I love my yoga studio. I miss them dearly already. And I've only been staying away since Monday, but if there's anything you can do from home, you know, YouTube has all the yoga videos in the world. And I'm sure we all have those old, like insanity DVDs still from a few years ago, back when DVDs were, the cool thing. I mean, if there's anything you can do to stay home, please do. And I mean, like Taylor said, wash your hands. That's a, it seems really simple. Um, if you have to be out in public for whatever reason, and you're going to cough or sneeze, use the old elbow method. Don't spread it. You know, Mm. Um, lots of things that we know inherently. And I think it's just a good idea to really just use that caution right now. If you don't need to leave your house, hey, uh, I know we were joking before we kicked off this podcast, but learn a new hobby, read some books, (laughs) watch Netflix. There's plenty you can do from the comfort of your home. And hopefully that peace of mind, knowing that you're that much safer and you're keeping your community that much safer until we have more information. I think it's invaluable. Yeah, I think that's good advice. And and we've also been talking too, just on the, um, from a business standpoint, you know, one, like what can you do as a business leader to impact like your team in a positive way yourself? 
you know, your customers, your trades, you know, all the people that you um, are connected with, uh, but then also what can you do to move things forward and keep things moving because, you know, cash is a consideration, you know, projects canceling is a consideration, like these things are happening, we're hearing about them, um, and they're starting to pop up faster, you know, it was like almost like Monday, I hadn't heard anything, and then it was like Tuesday, one thing, and then it was Wednesday, a few more, and then uh, on Thursday, there was even more examples of stuff that we were hearing, uh, and whether that's shipment delays on materials or clients canceling, you know, uh, I would urge everyone to, you kind of have two decisions to make. One, you can either uh, take as many positive steps as you can and just make the best of it, or you can kind of like, oh gosh, this is how it is and be worried and scared and not really do anything. And uh, I mean, you guys know me, so you know which one I advocate for. It's uh, it's pretty (laughs) obvious, but uh, I think there are some really simple steps. They may not be ideal, but they are simple to take that move that forward. And so we mentioned some of them, but I just want to recap a couple, which is one, like convert all those initial appointments to video appointments, like make the connection Mm -hmm. and keep the ball moving because if they don't connect, who knows what happens over the next 30, 60 days, like with all this stuff going on. Um, And so you want to make that personal connection, build the relationship so even if that project ends up being a delayed start in the future, you at least made that connection. Um, continue to market, continue to sell because it's the companies that get scared and kind of sit back and don't do anything. They're going to be in a bad spot. And so if you're continuing to just do everything you can to continue to market and continue to book appointments and just make them video and show people that you're proactive, then you're going to steal the lion's share of the projects that are moving forward. And so. Uh, it's always during times of fear that the people that are proactive and and almost more aggressive on offense in terms of taking positive steps that come out up front, just like with the stock market, like the stock market's melting. And so it's like, well, maybe now's a good time to buy or, you know, buy in chunks as it's going down. Uh, and so I'm not, I'm not a stockbroker. I'm not making recommendations, but generally <laughs> the, the idea is that you want to be um, forward looking and positive looking when other people are fearful. And so, um, that's kind of my, my big pitch on, on those types of steps. And then I did want to drop in, um, a cool example, or I guess concept that, um, my friend Todd DeWalt, he also runs another uh, podcast, but he posted something on LinkedIn that I thought was really cool. he said, Hey, as business owners, as leaders, like you've kind of got a decision to make, and you may have a lot of people working for you or some people working for you that have kids that maybe their daycares are shutting down or schools are shutting down. You need them to work. They need to be working. Like maybe you carve off an office room that has a few kids in it and you have somebody supervising and you trade off and maybe the employees share the cost of the person supervising, like find a high school kid or something like that. But um, if you do need to really keep things moving, like get creative and, you know, step up and be that leader. And I thought that was just a, a cool suggestion and a cool idea. If it isn't possible for, um, for everything to be remote or you can't just pause because there is some sense of reality there, um, that you've got to strike a balance. And so, um, you know, think outside the box, uh, would just be a, kind of another last parting words, but, um, do you guys have any other, kind of last thoughts on all this or how, how companies can take some positive steps or just other creative things that you've seen or people talking about online. 
Well, it was funny. I actually saw Todd's link. I think it was LinkedIn. He shared it and I, I jotted it down because I thought it was a brilliant idea. So you took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. Oh, sorry. Um, and no, it's okay. But, you know, I was listening to a, a podcast a couple of days ago uh, by Scott Galloway and Kara Swisher who cover tech and, um, you know, the big, big industries. And he, they always say, hey, the companies that are going to succeed are the ones who continue to market through a recession. And I, I know you've seen that firsthand 10 years ago when the, you know, the business started, uh, when Builder Funnel started. And it is true. I mean, the rest of the, the rest of your competitors, if they sit back and they're a little bit squeamish and they're concerned about ROI and their marketing efforts, that's when you have the ability to charge ahead. And especially in industries when, especially like our custom home builders and the home market is so tight right now, people are clamoring for new homes to be built. I mean, I mean, I think the thing is, is we need to take this seriously, but we also need to understand that it's, it's not going to be uh, forever. It is, everything's going to be okay. It's just a matter of one. So. Yeah. I would also add um, one of the easiest ways to not get sick is to take care of your own health. Also mm-hmm. um, make sure you're sleeping well, make sure you're eating well, managing your stress you know, all the normal things that we should be doing day to day, but it feels a little bit scarier right now. So just making sure that as you're looking to take care of your company and your clients and your families and everybody else that you're thinking about right now, remember to think about yourself and take care of yourself and just take those, those normal steps to keep your immune system strong. And, you know, one other thing while we're talking about things that you can do especially right now. So other than just taking care of yourself as a leader, you can focus on building some of that marketing material if you do have some extra time on your hands right now. So that when you are diving back into the market, you have this whole backlog of content that you can be using to continue to promote your business. And like Spencer and Taylor, like you both said, being able to push past all the competition because you are still marketing. So for example, you could take some time to write blogs that you can be sharing throughout the rest of 2020. You can take time to create some of that video content that you want to share on social media and plan out some of your social media content. Um, You know, just small tangible ways that you can continue to build that marketing content pipeline that you can then implement down the road once everything is settled down a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, as we wrap today, I would say, guys, just think about, you know, what are some things that you can do personally? What can you do for yourself and your family? And then what can you do as a leader to step up and take some proactive steps and just um, charge forward as best you can, um, making the best of the situation? Um, you know, we'll continue to to probably update you through the construction cut and we'll we'll see you back here on Monday. I know Taylor's got um, some more information aside from all of this, uh, but there, there is a little bit still on, um, you know, the coronavirus and what's going on there. So we'll keep you in the loop. We'll continue to share ideas that we're hearing of, you know, builders and remodelers across the country, creative ideas like the one Todd shared. Um, but stay safe out there. Take care of your yourself, your family, your community, and we'll see you Monday for the construction cut. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. 
And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.